cheat meals. I am asked often what I think you should eat or not eat. Then I usually get asked about when or how to have a cheat. I love these questions. It shows me exactly where your brain is, what you're thinking, and maybe a glimpse of why. Then we can explore where that idea came from. Oh, this is the good stuff. Let's start with the definition of the word cheat. To act dishonestly or unfairly, to avoid something undesirable. I took just a moment and thought of what that definition feels like to me. Wow, dishonest, unfair, and undesirable. This is what some are asking for. They ask how cheat days work, when and how they should include them. And if you use the definition of the word cheat, then they are asking, when should I eat dishonestly? How can I escape the unfairness of my plan? How can I take a vacation from the undesirable that my plan is? That doesn't sit lightly in my body. How about yours? I talk often about cleaning up the language. When you are aware of how the words you speak to yourself create feelings that either motivate you or don't, then you see how much power those words we use automatically have. So first question, why do you want a cheat or a treat? Sometimes people are simply just wanting the reassurance that they can have all foods. And sometimes there is a little thought in there that needs to be cleaned up. If you are wanting reassurance, yes, you can have any food. The diet industry and many of our childhoods have created a good food, bad food mentality. The complete truth is that foods are not capable of morality, no good versus bad. In cleaning up our language, consider the food's usefulness. A food is a good food if you choose it, even if it is for the sole purpose of delighting your taste buds. So the next time you find yourself thinking of food as good or bad, it is a great opportunity to ask yourself, why do you want it? What purpose is it serving? There's not a wrong answer. It just gives you more information about where your thoughts are and what your intentions are. Let's explore some of the thoughts that are some of the most common ones. I just want to let loose. This usually is because you are actually thinking that your plans are too hard to follow. You want to seek some relief from the rules that are too hard. I want to ask, who set the rules? Who are you cheating? As I work with clients, I routinely ask, does this feel easy? If not, how can you make it easier or make it feel easy? When things feel easy, then you don't look for a break. You know how easy it is and don't look for relief from easy. Many of the perfectionistic thinking also is striving for a perfect plan. Truly, there's no such thing. <clears throat> None. Some say the perfect plan is the one you follow. I say you can claim a plan as perfect also in what you learned from it. So there's no perfect plan. If you can make it easy, doable to follow, and then learn from it when you followed it and when you didn't, then that is the best outcome. Next, I have been so good, I deserve this. This again brings in the morality. You are not good or bad for eating one food over another. Your worth has already been decided. You are worthy because you exist. 
So you do not deserve to have something nor need to refrain from having it so that you are not bad. You're just you. You eat food for survival, for energy and nutrients, and yes, even for pleasure. Look at why you are choosing different foods. If you know why you are choosing each food, then your brain quiets down the judgments. You may notice that if you are eating for sheer pleasure, often you might ask yourself, what else brings you pleasure? When you live life, finding pleasure in all areas, you don't look for food to bring you all of your pleasure and entertainment. It's like a great shower. You enjoy it in the moment, but you are not spending all day in the shower. Enjoy your food when you eat it, but ask yourself, how much pleasure do I need this to provide me? Lastly, maybe this is why you don't want to eat certain foods, this thought. I am afraid if I eat this, I will lose my self-control and sabotage all of my progress. Let's break this one down. In thinking this, you are operating out of fear. You are giving food all the power and you don't think you have any control. You are believing that it is all automatic after your first taste. The primal brain may have an urge even a really intense one, wanting more than you had intended to eat. You still have to allow your hand to put food in your mouth. And that takes a decision from you. And your prefrontal cortex, the part of your brain that makes decisions and rationalizes, yeah, it takes that. It may have all happened so fast that you didn't realize it was a decision that you made. Now that you know, you will be aware and you'll You can see the decision you are making. The last part of this thought that it will sabotage all of your progress. There is not one thing that will sabotage all of your progress. There is not one thing that creates all of your progress. Do not give it all the credit. When you blame something or someone giving it all the blame, you are also relinquishing any of the credit. You are dismissing the credit you have earned in the progress you have made. Sometimes people do this so they also don't have to take the responsibility for when it didn't go the way they want. Okay, so now that we have explored the thoughts that cause the desire to want to cheat, let's look at it a little more productively. I want you to want to take care of yourself forever. I want it to be so easy that it is doable forever. Forever doesn't need to feel imposing when it is easy or when you want to do it. It is kind of like how I enjoy routine. Sometimes there are um, vacations and holidays that I am not in my routine. It always feels good to get back home to my routine. Food is not any different. Instead of needing a break from your plan, include these. I did not quit my job to take a vacation or celebrate a holiday. I brought my routines with me and I came back to the ones whenever I got home. You do not need to stop your plan either. Plan for what you enjoy. If you see yourself in the future at your goal weight and enjoy those foods, then learn how to eat them responsibly now. 
Acknowledge and process what comes up in your mind. Change useless or limiting thoughts about food. I have foods that I call richer than my normal daily eating. Sometimes these foods are higher in sugar. Sometimes it is sodium or fat. How I classify them as richer is how my body responds to them. So they might not be richer for you, but for me, my body has bigger responses when I eat what I call the richer foods. I do not want as many triggered responses. They might be like gas and bloating, diarrhea, lack of energy. I don't want as many triggered responses. So I don't think that it is unfair because truly I can eat those foods whenever I want. But I know that when I choose them, I am also allowing what comes with them. So I have learned how to adjust the quantity and frequency that I eat them. And yes, sometimes I still choose even the worst of the responses for a bowl of ice cream, but I made the decision and I know how to take care of my body too. So you get to decide all of it. It's your choice. I want to end with some feelings. How do you want to feel? Do you want to feel fear, guilt, and shame? Judging and justifying your choices. I prefer to feel empowered and capable, knowledgeable, and enjoyment. A thought I have progressed to is, um, is that some foods I eat are just for pure enjoyment. I consider them indulgent. They are a luxury. And when I plan them, I get excited and I look forward to enjoying them. This has been useful for me around candy. I used to bring big bags of food home, big bags of that candy and eat them to feel good. So now I think of that kind of candy that my family brings home is for them. I think that if I want to indulge in some candy, then I want the good stuff. Godiva, Ghirardelli, some of the chocolate shops around town. I don't typically keep any of that at our home. I think of it as a luxury and enjoy that experience I create. Going to the store to pick out a piece or two. I look it all over, I make my decision. Then when I eat it, I slow down and I really enjoy every moment, every taste, the whole experience. This has become so special to me that when I do plan it and take the time, I really look forward to it. And all the other candies are just lesser. I rarely even have an urge for them anymore. I have noticed that I don't even want luxurious candies very often. I didn't want to diminish the specialness, the whole experience. Again, this is just my thoughts and I keep them because I find them useful. I don't think that way about all foods, just some. And I do include some other foods um, that would maybe be what I would consider richer foods, probably even weekly. I've just learned how to eat them so that I am okay with my body's responses, or I've diminished the responses that I get from them. What I like to call responsibly. So you hold all the power. You decide what foods, how much, how often, and as you learn to eat them in a way that moves you to your goals or maintains your goal, then you don't operate from fear. You don't seek relief from your thoughts. I want to tell you, you are so capable of hitting your goals and enjoying any food.